0: Hey there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Goal Call featuring me, your host, Nathaniel Marlowe. We got round three of the Stanley Cup playoffs. So we have the Washington Capitals against the Tembe Lightning and the Vegas Golden Knights against the Winnipeg Jets. One of the most exciting conference finals that we have seen in a long time here in the NHL. So let's get right into it. Analyzing the Tembe and Washington series so far. Washington has just been absolutely dominant, I've been saying that a lot uh, throughout the course of this show, over the Tampa Bay Lightning. Washington, on the road, once again, kicking some serious butt against the Tampa Bay Lightning in their own, in their, uh, in their own building. It was just unbelievable, the, uh, the amount of scoring opportunities they had and the amount they were, uh, they were taking advantage of the Lightning in their own uh, defensive zone. So looking at game one, 7.28 elapsed time into the first period. Kemney, he gets it from the point. He snipes it in. You got Ovechkin and Tom Wilson covering the front of the net. Getting some traffic in there. And just banks off the post behind Vasilevsky. And it's a 1-0 game for the Washington Capitals. Toward the end of the first period, Kucherov on a breakaway. He backhands it in behind Holtby. But the whistle blew beforehand because of a too-many-men penalty against the Bay Lightning. With around three seconds left in the uh, into the first period, Washington goes on the power play right off the faceoff. Ovechkin one-times in into the back of the net. Both of those goals in the first period were just absolutely perfect. I mean, with uh, with Ovechkin and Tom Wilson covering the front of the net, Vasilevsky can't see where the puck is going at all. So he, he as a uh, company, has to do some... Uh, he has to make Vasilevsky do some guesswork. And that's one way to trick the goalie. They knew how to trick, uh, how to trick a red-hot goaltender. They knew what they were up against going into the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning's building, the Emilia Arena. And they surely, uh, they surely took advantage of them. With Wilson and Ovechkin in front of the net, has a perfect opportunity. And then snipes it in, banks it off the post. And then Ovechkin right off the faceoff due to a great faceoff win from TJ Oshie. And Ovechkin just one-times it in with three seconds left in the game. It's not, not in the game, within the first period. And Washington has a 2-0 lead. One thing I noticed about the Ten Bay Lightning that first period, they were playing incredibly sloppy hockey. They were fumbling the puck. They weren't spending enough time in the offensive zone. They were spending way too much time in the defensive zone, just letting the Washington Capitals cycle the puck over and over and over again. That's what partly led to, at least that's certainly what led to the first goal, the second goal was just due to a really dumb penalty, costing them, if anything, that cost them the game right there because Kucherov essentially tied the game, the game up. But because of that penalty, that took all the momentum away from the Tampa Bay Lightning. Heading into the second period, just under two and a half minutes uh, played in the second period, Brett Connolly. Chips it over to Jay Beagle, who just banks it in behind Vasilevsky, and it's a 3-0 game for the Washington Capitals. An excellent uh, first half of the game for them, to say the least. Later on that period, 6 minutes 32 seconds in, Lars Eller on the power play, another bank-in shot, and it's 4-0 Washington Capitals. Vasilevsky was anticipating one-timer after one-timer from the Washington Capitals with guys like... uh, Alex Ovechkin, Evgeny Kuznetsov, and Nicholas Batrum, who's actually been out most of this series. But there was just way too much traffic in front of the net, not only from the Washington Capitals, but from his own teammates as well. And from the Lars Eller shot, uh, there were just way, not, not so much uh, too many Washington Capitals in front of the net. The only one in front of the net causing Vasilevsky any traffic problems was uh, TJ Oshie. But there were two to three members of the Ten Bay Lightning who were blocking Vasilevsky's vision. And so it wasn't even a hard one-timer shot. It was uh, really close to the ice. It was on the ice the whole time. He just doesn't see it, and it just ends up in the back of the net because there was just way too much traffic, and he had no idea where the puck was going to go. And because of all that traffic, Lars Eller is just able to bank it in off the rebound. 4-0, Washington Capitals heading into the third period until 3 minutes, 45 seconds in. Tampa Bay on the power play, and... None other than the captain, Steven Stamkos of the Tampa Bay Lightning, banks it in, and it is now 4-1 Tampa Bay back in this game on their home ice. 13 3 into the third period. Andre Palat comes up with Anton Strawman. two capitalist defensemen trying to stop Palat, but Palat just uh, banks it in off of Holpe's short side. Palat sees it, and it's now a 4-2 game. However, the Tampa Bay Lightning, it was too little, too late. They didn't get the offensive power going until the beginning of the third period, and they only managed to erase two goals from a four goal lead. Tampa Bay Lightning followed the Washington Capitals 4 to 2 in game one of the series. Game two, back on Tampa Bay, is home ice. But 28 seconds into the first period, Niskanen shoots it from the point, and Tom Wilson. Tips it, deflection shot, and Vasilevsky just has no idea where it's going, and it's already one to nothing. Washington Capitals, excellent start, just over 30 seconds into the first period. 7:08 into the first period, Victor Hedman drifts the puck over to Steven Stamkos for the one-timer. Vaniskinen blocks the shot. It makes its way over to Braden Point, who tips it in behind Braden Holtby, and the Tampa Bay Lightning. All thanks to Brayden Point. It's a 1-1 game. Not long after that, 10-22 in the first period. With 5 seconds left on the power play. Steven Stamkos, same move he did before. The one-timer, except this time, and ends up behind the back net behind uh, Brayden Holpe as opposed to relying on Brayden Point for a rebound shot. Stamkos makes it 2-1. Tampa Bay giving them the first lead in a game they had this series. Heading into the second period, Washington's down, but 2.50 in. on chips the puck over to Devontae Smith-Pelly. Banks it in off the short side of Andre Vasilevsky. Keeps the puck to the ground. Devontae Smith-Pelly ties the game up at 2-2, and the Caps are right back in it. No more scoring until just before the end of the second period. With around one minute remaining, Jacob Rana cycles the puck behind the net. And then feeds it over to Lars Eller, who just tips it in. And it's now a 4-2 game. Sorry, 3-2 game Washington Capitals. Excellent persistence from that line by the Washington Capitals. Excellent feed from Vrana over to Lars Eller for the go-ahead goal. And the game-winning goal on top of that, too. In the final seconds of the second period, Washington's on the power play. Evgeny Kuznetsov... He gets the puck behind the the, uh, the goal line toward the corner. He just shoots it into the blocker of Andre Vasilevsky. And the blockers, they just catch the puck the wrong way. And it ends up into the back of the net. Once again, Lars Eller also causing some confusion for Vasilevsky as well. It almost looks like he banks it in for his second goal of the night. Uh, but it's just all Kuznetsov and just a bad read by Andre Vasilevsky. 4-2 lead, giving Washington an insurance goal. The beginning of the third period, Washington has the lead and they get another insurance goal. Three minutes at 34 seconds into the third period, Kuznetsov, two-on-one opportunity with Alice Ovechkin, Kuznetsov just feeds the puck over to Ovechkin, banks it in behind Vapsilevsky on his short side, yet again, 5-2 Washington Capitals. With just over seven minutes left in the third period, Brett Connolly receives a cross-size pass with three Tampa Bay players surrounding him, but still managed to one-times it off his stick, and he makes it a 6-2 game for the Washington Capitals, and that is all she wrote. Washington completely dominated the first two games of the series. Unbelievable for them, especially it being done on the road. They have been impressive all throughout this playoff run on the road. Whether it is Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh, or Columbus, they have everyone's numbers in other people's buildings. And where would Washington be without their defense and their goaltender, Brayton Holtby? Holpe didn't see a lot of shots in Game 1 of the uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning Series, only seeing 21 shots, but he stopped 19 out of 21 of those shots, securing a 4-2 lead in Game 1. And then in game two, he stopped 33 out of 35 potential shots. An impressive game for him, an impressive game for Washington's defense and offense. They were they were a near-perfect hockey team in game two. A few uh a few spotty moments in the beginning of the game, but they more than made up for it in the second and third period, securing their second win of the series. They're halfway there. But they're struggling right now in game three of this series on their home ice. They're losing 3-0 right now with just over six and a half minutes played in the second period. How will they turn things around? We're going to take a short break. Hey there, podcast world. What up? This is Nathaniel Marlowe, your hockey voice, host of the Goal Call. Be sure to follow me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at the numbers two. And Marlo, that is uh, the numbers one, two. My first initial N, and then my last name Marlo, M-A-R-L-O-W-E. That's my Twitter handle. My Instagram name is Nat Marlow Hockey Voice, all one word. You can see me post uh, cool and funny stuff on there. Ninety-nine uh, percent of things, all things hockey. And I would appreciate a uh, some follows and some feedback. Thanks, guys. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, that was. Not the best ending. In fact, the worst possible ending that the Washington Capitals could have had. Uh, some excellent opportunities with uh, pulling Braden Hopi out of net. And they got one goal past Andre Vasilevsky, but it just simply wasn't enough. I mean, they were trailing down uh, four goals to one. I thought they were going to pull an Anaheim Ducks move against Edmonton last year when they were uh, in round two. And uh, Anaheim was down three goals. They pulled their goalie, and they ended up getting three goals in three and a half minutes. I thought that was going to happen for uh, Washington's case. But Vasilevsky was just too good. And Tampa Bay's defense overall, it was a complete 180 shift from what they've been the past two days, uh, past two games. In fact, it's been a complete 180 shift from what they've been all year. Their defense is not really great at all. They're more... um, Offensively focused defensemen, so you got guys like Dan Girardi, Anton strawman Ryan McDonough, a bunch of former Rangers who uh like kind of a, have more of like an offensive push to their game. That was like a lot of a uh, New York strategy as well, than uh, coming from their defensemen, like get that uh, get the defenseman's offense going. And I think they were focused too much on that, those especially those players uh, trying to produce too much offensively as opposed to like, hey no you, you got to be shut down defenseman here let Victor Hedman let him pass the puck let him shoot he's our offensive defenseman like let him do his thing Mikhail Sergachev is a great two-way game and he had an excellent defensive game last night and uh both Ryan McDonough and Anton Strawman they uh they were blocking shots without screening Vasilevsky and they excellent moves by them uh they had some they had some turnovers where they weren't uh they weren't completely terrible It only resulted in a uh, in one goal for Tampa Bay so uh once again complete one eighty for Tampa Bay's defense and uh Washington's offense uh they just couldn't break Vadzalevski they really really uh not even so much they tricked him but they tricked their defense they found all the holes in Tampa Bay's defense the first two games and now uh, back over in Washington on their home ice uh. Tampa Bay's defense stamped their game up. And they just couldn't find ways uh, past the defenseman. And whenever they did, Vasilevsky just had the answer. He stopped uh, 38 shots. Impressive. An impressive night for him. So even with his defenseman being shut down guys for most of the night, uh, Vasilevsky still had to bail his, uh, his guys out for most of the night. And uh, it worked this time around. And now the two-game deficit has been cut in half. And so now, uh, well, they've at least forced a game five. So we will see what happens in future games. Uh, Breaking down that game even more. Uh, I thought they had, I thought Washington had a lot of excellent opportunities pulling Braden Holpe out of there. They got the second uh, Kuznetsov got that goal off that bad angle shot. It was a really bad angle shot. He was almost uh, behind Vasilevsky and he just banks it off. Incredible shot. Kuznetsov, but after that, Vasilevsky he just kicked his playoff. He just cl- kicked his playoff performance right into gear, and it was just shut down, shutting down, save after save. Unbelievable performance by him, especially by uh 10 base defense when Washington's goaltender Brayton Holpe was pulled. That was what they needed. They didn't need so much that offensive push, the offensive push mostly just for insurance. But what they desperately needed was their defensemen to be shut down guys, and Vasilevsky bailed them out. When they weren't. So they were a lot better. But it was truly Vasilevsky who was the star of the night. In my opinion. Taking a look at the comparison stats throughout the game. There weren't a, a whole lot of turnovers from either end. Or at least not a whole lot of meaningful turnovers. Uh, the Lightning had 10 giveaways. And the Capitals had 9 giveaways. Uh, block shots. 10 men. My goodness. 18 block shots. Oh man. Mostly coming from the defenseman. Anton Strawman, He blocked 3. Uh, Sorry, Anton Schaumann blocked two. Dan Girardi blocked two. Ryan McDonough blocked four. An impressive night for him in terms of uh, being a shutdown guy, bringing Colburn. He blocked two shots, but uh, it was a rather odd game for him because he was, uh, if anything, the worst defenseman out on the ice because he got uh, three points in that game and ended up being a minus one. So it wasn't the best defensively, even though he had – two block shots he made for with this offensive game. That's what he is. He's an offensive defenseman. That That's just the type of game you expect from Victor Hedman. He's much better at putting the puck on the net than shutting down other defensemen. And that's what... Kind of what the other defensemen, like Sergachev, Ryan McDonough, and Anton Stroman, like that's more so their role. So, if anything, Victor Hedman is more so like an extra forward for them, if, if that makes sense. So, uh, despite him... Being on the yeah, ice for both of uh, Washington's scoring opportunities, we can, we can live with him getting the three points. <laughs> Washington, looking at their stats, it's rather surprising. But they had 38 shots on goal. 18 of their potential of the potential shots on goal they could have gotten were blocked. So they shot the puck just around 60 times, like 55, 60 times. Unbelievable. Uh, what they were trying to do, but they were focusing too much on, uh, on quantity of shots instead of quality of shots. And Tembe, they only had 23 shots on goal, and only seven of those potential SOGs were blocked shots. So they had the much more quality chance, or at least they were trying to focus on more quality chances, and it worked. Because you have to, like, as a blessing, you can't just uh, shoot and pray. You got to trick him. You got to have your best shot possible. Otherwise, you're not going to get the puck behind him. That and looking at the power play. So, Washington had three power play opportunities, but Tampa Bay's defense was just too good. Vasilevsky was too good as so, well. They just shut Washington's offense down. And Washington on the penalty kill, that's where they've been struggling this series. Like, Stamkos has had three power play goals in each game of this series. They got two power play goals last night one coming from Steven Stamkos of course and the other one coming from Nikita Kucherov so what Washington really needs to work on if they want to win this next game on their home ice is their penalty kill cuz that has been uh Tampa Bay's uh one of their stronger stronger suits this series of Washington's uh weakest Tampa Bay's too good on the power play for them to uh for Washington to be forward on the penalty kill. they got to be more disciplined too. I mean, Braden Holtby, like the second he tripped up the Tampa Bay player, he knew uh, he shouldn't have done that. And that's what at least cost him the first period. And I'm not going to go as far to say that cost him the game, but it certainly cost him the first period. That and Washington, they took five penalties in that game. And when you're going up against such a strong power play team, you can't afford to be taking up that many Penalties. And I'm thinking Lars Eller. if Washington wants to win next game, they need to scratch Because he took three penalties last night. The first one for closing his hand over the puck. Uh, just over a minute and a half into the second period. Second penalty he had five minutes later, slashing Tyler Johnson. And then, third one, he took another cross-check. He cross-checked, sorry, he gave another cross-check. He cross-checked Stephen Stamkos, and he already paid a five thousand dollar fine for cross checking Cedric Paquette in the game beforehand. So if they want to win this next game, they gotta put him, they gotta uh, put him in the press box because they don't put him in the press box. He's gonna be spending the majority of the game in the penalty box, just like Game Three. Washington has been so impressive the past few games, doing everything they could offensively and defensively without Nicholas Backstrom, but. Last night was a game where they probably could have used him, especially when they were taking so many, so many penalties. When Nicholas Backstrom is going to be back, I'm not so sure if anyone knows or if people do know, they are trying, they're, they sure are trying to keep it a secret, but he needs to be back soon. Get him back in the lineup and get Lars Eller out of the lineup because right now he's uh, more of a liability to them than Tom Wilson. Okay, everybody, I think that'll just about do it for another episode of The Goal Call featuring the hockey voice, Nat Marlowe. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you again on the next episode. And it will be covering the Vegas Golden Knights versus Winnipeg Jets series. Another exciting series, which is making it one of the best conference finals we've seen in several years. Thanks, everybody. We'll see ya.